Hello and welcome to A Plus News. This is Richard. Great to have you here. It's a Tuesday and um, I'm in Utah. Just to let you know, my new listeners know, I'm Utah is located in the inside the United States. And it's uh, got mountains on the east and desert on the west. So we're at 93 degrees. Uh, that, uh, we're in Fahrenheit mode. So, uh, see, that would be centigrade uh, minus 32. So whatever that equals. So, because I know everybody else besides the U.S. is in centigrade, and um, so that's where we're at there. Let's see. Let's uh, get to our subject today. Um, yesterday, if you were with us, we were talking about some coping strategies, which I, I like to talk about recently. Um, we uh, just, just, just kind of as a, as a short review uh, of the last three days, we've talked about the importance of um, uh, understanding mental illness a little bit, just spend a little bit of time there. Um, <clears throat> And then uh, creating your own um, business, which, in my opinion, would be exciting if you haven't tried to at least give it a try. And if you've tried it before and failed, give it another try, because that's how businesses, small businesses, uh, eventually end up working. Um, let's see, for those who want the business plan that I talked about, um, I think it was Monday. Um, email me or else go to the episode that says business plan. And I've outlined it there. If there's anything you don't understand, feel free to email me. Now, when I, when I say that, I, I'm, I'm honestly want you to, to email me. Um, that's my true email, personal email. Um, Richard Writer 40 at gmail.com. I look at it often. Um, and uh, I, I, I would give you my phone number, but I have so many sales calls, fake calls, sales calls, you know those, that come to me that uh, unless I know your name and it's already in my directory, I, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, but, but I guess you could leave me a message if you're in the U.S. Um, so I'll, I'll put that, I'll try putting that down to anything that uh, would help. Uh, I believe in communication. And um, I've uh, uh, kind of, communication came to me um, kind of the hard way. And uh, it was more of an educational um, thing for me, and especially when I got into social work. And so I learned about it and also, you know, about body language and things like that. And then I basically learned from my own mistakes I made in my first marriage. Um, communication, as you know, is the first thing we'll one of the best things to talk about as far as uh, having a good marriage. Um, let's see, by the way, I've been divorced 10 years. And just excited to announce that I've um, gotten engaged with a, a young uh, woman from California. She's a model and uh, eventually will be uh, headed to New York, but I'm, st I still do this from wherever I live. So, um, we're learning online. Uh, we kind of met online and so we're, uh, talk a lot about 
important things about marriage. I'm going to write a book, and I have written some articles to to the Divorce Magazine. One of my uh, things that I focused on in my graduate school social work was uh, was marriages, relationships, um, and, of course, other things. So let's, I want to touch upon that um, a little bit perhaps today. Um, <clears throat> let's see, what have I forgotten? I want to thank all of our new listeners. I can see that we have a few and appreciate that and hope you continue to come back and listen to our programs. There's a, a podcast is something that is recorded, but you can listen to it, you know, you go down the subjects and the dashboard. And this is this is only in the Anchor Radio app. Um, that's what I use. Anchor Radio app, uh, you'll hear me do an advertisement for it. But honestly, it's the easiest uh, application to start a podcast. If you don't know what a podcast is, it explains it to you. And, and it's fun. I mean, you can just start one out just for the heck of it. And. I mean, you should have a, a topic and try to get a, you know, uh, just like creating a small business that could go along with creating a sm- your small business. Is you could you could create uh, a podcast and, and all you do is, uh, just like me, you record um, maybe about maybe you tell about the products you have and and. Uh, I mean, there's 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 always a lot to tell about how to make things and stuff. Eventually, I think Anchor will have a visual or video type um, opportunity. Right now, it's just a matter of learning how to do YouTube. YouTube's the best one for um, creating videos, and you have to have a pretty good, fairly good camera. Well, not really. You can do it with your you can do it with your. Um, you can do a lot of things with your cell phone, with your smartphone. So, um, have, I was going to say, you know, having a really good camera, but smartphones are just as good, and you can always download an app that uh, uh, makes your pictures look better. <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, all right, so I just want to I just want to review. Sometimes you know, like once a week, just kind of go through and review where our listeners are from, and uh, so you just so you know, um, I've got it. Anchor puts it on the dashboard and lets me know. So, um, United States, obviously, uh, the United Kingdom, Ireland. India, Germany, Malaysia, Switzerland, and Australia. And we're getting more listeners uh, from Ireland and India. It looks like uh, 50, only 50% are in the U.S. Um, I can look at this dashboard. And see that the approximate age of my listeners are 18 to 60 plus, and 45% of you are female. And the source is Spotify, so Spotify records it and sends it back to Anchor. Um, yeah, there's seven platforms, the listening platforms that. Uh, once you put your uh, broadcast on this Anchor podcast, it spreads it out to seven listening po- platforms. Uh, some of them are Pocket Cast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and then just as other. Um, let's see, we've got Apple Podcast are only a small percentage here. 
And then it tells me the devices that you're listening to me from. Android, uh, it's kind of a mixture of Android and what they call other. iPhones uh, are 5%. And the web, which would probably be Microsoft, is uh, 5%. So that's you get all this information to you. Um, Plus your, uh, let's see, you know, as long as you, it gives you a, a indication of how many listeners each day you, you've got. And so as long as your line's going upward, like like this one, it's, it's thanks to you guys, um, it works. So just want you to know that. That is... Uh, something I don't mention, or that's not mentioned on that little ad that I put in there. I sneak in there. <laughs> okay, so um, I uh, um, wanted to, y y you know, and we talked about this yesterday. We're we're uh, mostly aware of all the things that are going on in the world. Of course, this being only Tuesday. Um, I don't know how many of you are parents that um, have school kids that are in school now or have just come home if they're first grade uh, kindergartners. Or one thing that's not been talked about are preschoolers. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, it, it varies in our in the United States when kids go back to school in each uh, city and state i know it's within the next two weeks everybody should have started um i think my youngest is in the senior in high school right now uh not I, utah has mainly decided to go if you're going to the public sector um it's uh what they call mix which is half at home on the computer and have at the school uh the east there are some states that were determined to go all school all, all in school and then but that's where the teachers aren't working they are, they're on strike yes teachers are members of unions and they are these unions more or less protect them and so the, the teachers are strongly against going back. And what I hear from teachers is that they're very worried about the health of their students. So um, I don't have any other updates besides what I just told you on the success rates of in-home schooling versus uh, any kids getting uh, ill doing a mixture or just being um, in the um, totally in the classroom okay well uh, first of all just let me just uh, brush through some of the big news Philippines you experienced a powerful earthquake it looks like just recently so I hope you're um, all gonna do okay and and uh, hope that nobody really gets hurt. You never wish that. Um, oh, looks like we. Okay, so my kids are in the Davis County School District, and parents want to be able to choose whether their kids go back to school. You know, this is going on and off and on and off. So, guess our kids. Are <laughs> I. I I'm sorry, but when the children and the parents can't decide, the, 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 I mean, when the parents and the, and the teachers can't decide, the victims are children. The children are always the victims, unfortunately. Um, yeah, at about any age. So they're the ones that... Uh, are suffering from our indecision. Uh, 
However, that's, you know, that's something that's manageable. Anything I say like that, uh, it's man, it will be manageable. Um, one thing that's interesting is NASA. I've been kind of keeping track of this, but they're tracking an anomaly in the Earth's magnetic field. Um, magnetic field, as you know, is uh, always north-south, north southeast west uh there has been a giant region of the lower magnetic you know kind of a the the field is is changing and and you know when you read these things and 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 if you keep in mind what i discussed yesterday about look about keeping um your thoughts out of the box the box being everything you believed and things out of the box are the things you don't know. Now, the more you know, you learn, the more you realize that little box that you've lived in is pretty small. And so if you pay attention to the fact that, and, you know, I've mentioned this lots of times, that my philosophy is uh, the world is basically... Um, you know, some things are becoming extinct, and as you know, year zero up to up to now, we've been evolving, and we're continuing to evolve. There's no reason or excuse for not continuing to evolve, evolve as humans and and the planet too. So, uh, what happens, however, if you haven't noticed, is that we as humans are still continuing to exist admits the histo history of people believing that uh, there are witches and witches cause diseases such as uh, this coronavirus and they so they burn the witches and they we have um, um, I guess recently um, the uh, 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 well, World War, the World Wars were, you know, back in the Greek times, they, 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 of course, they believed in the gods, and the gods told them what they should do. As from uh, to soothsayer. So uh, today's been kind of a lazy day for me, but um, it's because I'm. Um, Doctor gave me some really strong antibiotics for this ear problem I have. It's been it's kind of started as an earache, and then it infection's still there, so it's causing me to not hear as good. I'm at ninety percent, probably could be hundred percent. My doctor is really good at prescribing some pretty strong antibiotics. And it takes my body a day or two to get used to it. But they work. <laughs> so, um, anyway, my body feels like it's probably... See, I've had two different antibiotics now. So, oof, anyway, I'm okay now. I hope you all are too. I hope you're all healthy. If you have COVID, uh, you know, and you're lying in your bed, or if you're recovering from COVID, because there's a lot that they found out about, you know, the length of time it takes to recover from COVID, even after you leave the hospital, or if you have a friend that uh, perhaps has uh, um, passed on, um, there are certainly... Uh, Things that uh, coping skills that we that I have in mind. Um, so email me on that. But as far as this group that they found that, let's say recovering COVID patients, they have quite a struggle. You don't just get over this and come home and feel great again. Um, there's lots of side effects. So. These side effects, and this is going to be my subject today, 
um, can cause a lot of, well, you know, I mean, you, you're not yourself. So, so uh, you know what that's like when you don't feel good in the past. Um, one thing that uh, you need to do is, uh, as you've been told before, I'm sure, is just to take care of yourself and at the same time um, help others educate others under that you know how hard it is uh um maybe make a podcast you know but anyway uh there's a group on facebook i think of covid recovers recovered people who are trying to recover from covid there we go and uh it the, the thing that i think about a lot are relationships um and, and we're talking uh, not only about marriage relationships for those who are older, but uh, uh, teenagers, your relationship, I mean, it depends who's sick. Uh, you can have a teenager that's sick and, and the parents are struggling with keeping a relationship with that teenager or, or vice versa. You can have the a parent be sick and a husband having trouble or the entire family with a relationship because that person is now had to be out of the picture for a while and um, is, uh, you, you know, you don't know. We're, we're not told how long this recovery is going to be, but I can tell you that we haven't, Medical science hasn't focused totally on the recovery side. They've just we've just been focusing on getting this virus out, you know, kind of kind of reducing it and re helping people recover faster. Uh, the goals lately have been not to uh, have to put the patient on ventilation once they do put a patient on ventilation, the statistics start to go down on recovery. So, um, so basically what you are all are, are caregivers. And you're a caregiver for, like I said, you could be a caregiver for a teenager or a teenager could be a caregiver for a spouse, vice versa. But it's stressful being a caregiver. And I know because I've been one. <clears throat> and uh, I lived with my elderly parents. And, and uh, fortunately, they weren't too bad. You know, they were, my mom was strong-minded. But she was, uh, you know, she was stubborn, even though she had this uh, lung disease. And... And she never told the grandkids about it, but I finally came to a point where I found her passed out in a, uh, as she was doing her rose bushes, which she used to love to do a lot. And so she finally admitted to the fact that she needed some oxygen at home. And, uh, and things kind of went from there. And, uh, uh, so, so we weren't, um, I, I didn't have to be a caregiver for, for too long. Um, not, not, not to the point where, I mean, nowadays in the United States under Medicare, they pay for, uh, actual caregivers to come into the house. And these are 24 hour caregivers who, change the sheets and things and give the medications and will actually live with the family. And this, what I'm talking about is hospice. Uh, hospice has a very uh, depressing, is a very depressing name. I mean, it's like depression. Depression, met, you know, mental illness, it's received a lot of bad uh uh, publicity and things. I mean, people just don't, you know, you hear those words, you think, oh boy, 
That's uh, that's someone in the society that shouldn't be here. Hopefully not. But uh, no, actually, a person can be going to um, I just kind of for your information. Here, uh, um, the words. Um, well, I don't know if I want to say them again, but um, you can have a helper in your home, and a person can uh, until a person gets strong enough, and then they can go off hospice again, and you know continue on the road. Now, this may sometimes if this is for. Uh, hospice can be for any age, really. Um, it helps, they help the family to cope. But if you decide to, uh, even, even if you have a hospice worker, trained worker inside the house, you're still, your mind is still there worrying and helping as much as you can. So the, uh, and this comes back to getting your taking time as a caregiver and taking time for yourself somehow that's like you know if you imagine just you know just getting out into a new environment walking outside taking a walk i recommend an hour or two um and i'm not talking about getting on the phone and talking to your friends. I mean, that that's helpful. But I'm actually talking about what the, the, the best would be to get out into a different environment. Um, there are such things that, I mean, puzzles, if, if you like to, like I think we discussed this the other day, art, crafts, things like that. Uh, they helped me uh, recover from uh, the depression I had after my divorce. And like I said, I became a professional artist. I sold my art. And that was uh, better than therapy, any kind of therapy or counseling. And um, it's just a matter of trust. And, and that's what we've got to do. And I, I just want to, you to all know I have a lot of respect for my audience, for all my listeners, because um, everybody is different. Everybody has a, a different plan. Everybody, and I don't care what religion you are. I don't care. Um, it, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. Um, if, uh, if you've been in prison, if you're in prison, if you're out, you know, we're we're all and, and if you want to get religious we're all have we're all children of god that's it that's it god didn't want to make this okay i, I apologize for those who rather not hear about religion but but give me five minutes uh I don't think a loving God put us on this earth all together and said, okay, you're bad. You're going to be good. You're going to be bad. I, I mean, we're here to help each other and to share our knowledge with each other. Nobody's stupid. Nobody. Uh, um, I think I think in the long run, my uh, that that's my theory of religion. I kind of kind of like it's it's if you can learn to appreciate or at least put up with someone or at least well, definition of love is very large when it comes to God, and, and to me it's what's called unconditional positive regard meaning you love the person no matter what so uh that's my little input about religion today and 
some days I feel like not I'm not going to be religious. I'm really, you know, I, I just, especially if you've lost someone or someone's sick that you love, you, you get angry with God. And thank God we all have emotions. I mean, I think that's what's one part of being human is, is having emotions. And uh, thank God we've got people like uh, Elon, uh, the smartest man in the world, uh, who's created a, a lot of uh, things for us to look forward to, maybe not, maybe for kids or teenagers, you know, if they want to go to the moon. Elon Musk is going to be, you know, there's created uh, rocket ships for us to do that. Um, tech, there's nothing wrong with technology. And I think uh, that's what we have to begin to appreciate if we don't already. You know, I, I know that the elderly, um, and let me tell you, you don't become elderly until you're over 100. <laughs> okay. Um, but I know sometimes it's, it's a little more difficult to learn technology uh, such as using a computer and laptop and things like that. I know that from selling Medicare um, over the phone to, to individuals and it's, it's, it's a challenge. I'm not saying it's impossible, it's a challenge, it can be very frustrating. And that's why there's alternatives. We would send out agents to the home or whatever, or, you know, people get mad at you. And so you just have to understand what they're going through. Um, uh, it doesn't matter what you're trying to tell them. And those who have raised teenagers should understand that they're not the problem. Everybody, you know, the human, the human mind has a developmental process from once it's born or even before it's born there are there's a series of developmental processes and that child and then that teenager must go through and one of the things that parents hate is losing control i don't know where we learn that as parents but uh uh, you know, and I'm just saying, child, teenagers need a, a chance to explore on their own, um, along with children. Uh, it was very important for me when I was a stay-at-home dad for my four-year-old to to explore in Sandpile, to explore new relationships, to test out new relationships, to to create, to, you know, I have memberships to uh, um, science museums for kids, uh, things like that. So, so just because you grew up a certain way doesn't mean that your child or teenager has to grow up the same way or whatever. Um, and, and this, you might not like parents when I say this, but as a therapist who worked at a adolescent facility um and i mean facility that's parents would bring in their teenager and they'd say they'd complain that their kid wasn't listening to them or doing what they wanted well the treatment like i said you may not like hearing this but the treatment was um, to, and so the, the future is going to be full of good and it's always full of bad and remember it's not just good and bad it's all those things in between too so I will like to Take a little break, and then we'll just go through the world news for a minute. Okay. Um, I love this, really, because as I've told my, if you're new, um, this is called, uh, this is a, this is a, a thing that 
scientists have invented. Uh, uh, it's been a long time coming. Artificial intelligence is here. It's helping us out, basically. It's uh, being used in the military, and which is helping us too. Okay. So what I'm getting to is the fact that I have this little thing that looks like a uh, hamburger bun. And it's called uh, a Google Pod or something. I, you get it off eBay, I think, for 10 bucks. Um, you could talk to it. It's like uh, Siri. Um, there are certain things that you have to say to get it started and so let's demonstrate it to you okay all right here we go hey google what is the world news here's the latest world news zooming dw news brief at 1 p.m today this is DW News, and these are our top stories. In Mali, the leader of the military coup says soldiers have arrested both the country's president and the prime minister. This comes after shots were heard earlier in the day at a military base. Trucks carrying mutinous soldiers were met by cheering crowds as they drove through the capital, Bamako. A special UN tribunal in the Netherlands has handed down a guilty verdict to one of the men accused of killing former Lebanese Prime Minister Rafi Kariri. Three other defendants were acquitted. Four members of the Hezbollah militant group were tried in absentia for the 2005 bombing in Beirut that killed Hariri and 21 others. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has urged the government in Belarus to avoid violence and to start a national dialogue with the political opposition. President Alexander Lukashenko has signaled he may be prepared to hold fresh elections if the constitution is changed. The European Union will discuss the crisis at a summit on Wednesday. This is DW News from Berlin. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DW News, or you can visit our website. That's DW.com. From Euronews Voice, Global News at 11.11 p.m. last Sunday. From BBC Minute at 2.26 p.m. today. Maura in North London. And Tom in West London. With your socially distanced BBC Minute. Some breaking football news to start and as expected, Barcelona have just announced Ronald Koeman as their new manager following the sacking of Kike Setien. The Dutchman played for the club between 1989 and 1995. Wow. To Mali, where both the President and Prime Minister have been detained by the military in an apparent coup, the country has been gripped by political turmoil for months with anti-government protests over issues including corruption and the economy. Next, the Atlantic Ocean contains nearly 10 times more microplastics than previously thought. That's the grim finding of a new study led by British scientists. Plastic fibres pose a serious threat to marine life. But some happier environmental news. A mammal related to an elephant but as small as a mouse has been rediscovered after 50 years. The so-called elephant shrews with trunk-like noses were found alive and well in Djibouti. And BTS still the top global trend. The K-pop superstars have dropped the teaser vid for their brand new disco-inspired single, Dynamite. 2029. From BBC News Summary at 2.06 p.m. today. BBC News, hello, I'm Gareth Barlow. The President and Prime Minister of Mali have been arrested by the military in what appears to be a coup attempt. Mali has been embroiled in political chaos for months. Here's BBC Afrique's Nicolas Nagos. The President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita and also his Prime Minister Bubu Sisi have been arrested. They are now detained in Kati. Kati is a city at 15 kilometers uh, uh, from uh, Bamako, where the first gunshots took place this morning. They've been taken over there to respond to questions. The military is saying that it's not a military coup, but it looks a little bit uh, similar to the same uh, scenario what happened eight years ago when former President Amadou uh, Toumani uh, Touré was arrested after 10 years in power.
The disputed president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, has accused the opposition of attempting a coup by organizing a coordination council to facilitate a transfer of power. Jonah Fisher is in Minsk. The coordinating council was set up by the woman who many believe won Belarus's election on August the 9th. Svetlana Tikhanovskaya has fled to Lithuania, and from there she's nominated 35 members to the council, among them artists, writers and business people. Their stated purpose is to facilitate the transfer of power. Unsurprisingly, the man who claimed the landslide victory in that vote perceives a threat. Alexander Lukashenko said the council was an attempt to seize power and warned that it would face the full force of the law and constitution. The U.S. Postmaster General says he's suspending changes to the Postal Service, which had led to claims that he was trying to interfere in November's presidential election. Louis DeJoy, a donor to President Trump, said they'd now come after the poll. Democrats have accused Mr. DeJoy of trying to sabotage the Postal Service to undermine crucial postal voting. An international court has found a member of the Hezbollah militant group guilty of involvement in the assassination of Lebanon's former Prime Minister, Rafiq Hariri, 15 years ago. Three other defendants were acquitted. Here's Anna Holligan in The Hague. The judges had to be convinced beyond reasonable doubt that each of these men acted with the intent, with the knowledge of this conspiracy to commit a terrorist act. The first time this charge has been heard inside an international court. The way this complex operation was carried out was so sophisticated, it was done in a way that kept the disparate parts separate from each other, so they couldn't necessarily have known about the plan. So the only person who was proved beyond reasonable doubt was involved was Salim Ayash. World News from the BBC. Brazil's federal police have carried out a big anti-drugs operation across 12 of the country's states. They've seized aeroplanes, helicopters, trucks and property and have arrested almost 30 people so far. Four separate criminal groups were the focus of the raids. The U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee has concluded that Russia intervened aggressively on behalf of Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election. Its report broadly upholds the results of a similar investigation by the special counsel, Robert Mueller. Barbara Platasha in Washington has the details. The Senate committee report is exhaustive. It's around 1,000 pages long, the product of more than three years of investigations. It doesn't reach a conclusion about whether the Trump campaign criminally conspired with Moscow to sway the election, but it does provide more detail of significant contacts between Trump associates and the Russians. It notes, for example, that the campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, shared internal polling data with Russian officials. The bipartisan report adds weight to the Mueller investigation, which has been attacked by Mr. Trump and Republicans close to him as a politically inspired witch hunt. Scientists say the Atlantic Ocean can contain up to 200 million tons of microplastics, 10 times more than previously believed. The study, led by Britain's National Oceanography Centre, revealed that there could be as much as 21 million tons of plastic particles in the upper levels of the ocean alone. And a man in Chile has been pictured delivering food to homeless people in the capital, Santiago, or dressed up as Batman, wearing a black superhero suit with his face covered by both a bat helmet and a coronavirus mask. The unidentified man has been handing out cooked meals to people in need. For the past month, he's been driving around the city every night, distributing homemade food, although his identity still isn't known. BBC News. From Reuters TV, World, at 2.20 p.m. today. And now, with round-the-clock updates from Reuters journalists, here are today's top stories. Donald Trump is... Michelle Obama leads an attack on Trump at the DNC. This is Reuters now. America's suburbs were key to Donald Trump winning the presidency in 2016. Two years later, they delivered Democrats a powerful majority in the House of Representatives. But the battle over suburban voters in the 2020 presidential race is as much an argument about what the suburbs symbolize versus what they really are. The tracts of single-family homes sprung up in the 1950s were almost all white and built around a male breadwinner and a female caretaker. 
That vision seems to be what Donald Trump refers to when he tweets about his support among suburban housewives and pens newspaper editorials about protecting America's suburbs from federally subsidized low-income housing. But in 2020, the suburbs are no longer a hub of stay-at-home moms. Today, many married women work, and fewer adult women are married. Data from William Frey at the Brookings Institution shows suburbia is more dense, more diverse, and less centered around a nuclear family. Donald Trump has framed his pitch towards suburban voters in terms of crime and safety, but Reuters polling shows that white suburban Americans are far more worried about the economy and healthcare than crime. And that means Trump's strategy could be at odds with a critical voting bloc he narrowly won in 2016 and must win back to secure a second term. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. Former First Lady Michelle Obama capped off the first night of the Democratic National Convention on Monday with a magnetic speech, launching a scathing attack on President Donald Trump. You simply cannot fake your way through this job. As I've said before, being president doesn't change who you are. It reveals who you are. Speakers and viewers alike beamed in virtually this year as Americans from all walks of life joined forces to support Democratic candidate Joe Biden and deliver a strong rebuke to the president. The convention typically serves as the starter's gun for the final sprint leading up to the presidential election. But this year's parade of high-profile speakers carried an extra sense of urgency as they pressed Americans to vote for Biden by pointing to Trump's handling of both the global health crisis and the racial divide in America. We must come together. Among them was Biden's former primary rival, Senator Bernie Sanders. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. The virtual convention featured voters who say they're struggling with the country's health care crisis and an economic slump. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, whose state has managed to overcome the worst of the pandemic so far, said America's struggle with the virus pointed to a larger problem. Only a strong body can fight off the virus, and America's divisions weakened it. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. The division created Trump. He only made it worse. Division along racial lines was another major theme. The brother of George Floyd, whose death in police custody in May sparked anti-racism protests across the country, led a moment of silence for black Americans who lost their lives. Tawana George and the many other souls we lost to hate and injustice. And when this moment ends, let's make sure we never stop saying their names. Meanwhile, Trump is breaking tradition this week by crisscrossing the country in a campaign swing from Wisconsin to Minnesota. Candidates usually limit their activities during their opponent's convention. But Biden currently leads Trump in national opinion polls ahead of the Republican National Convention next week, where Trump will be formally nominated for a second term. Norwegian police have arrested a citizen suspected of illegally handing information to a Russian intelligence officer. The PSD security police said on Monday that the man, whom they did not name, was suspected of, quote, harming vital national interests. It could carry a sentence of up to 15 years in prison. A PSD spokesman, Martin Bernson, told Reuters that the arrest took place at a restaurant in Oslo on Saturday during a meeting between the Russian intelligence officer and the Norwegian man. Asked whether the intelligence officer was not arrested because the person was a diplomat, Bernson declined to comment. The arrested man denies any wrongdoing, according to his lawyer. The security police is asking the court that the man be detained for four weeks. You're up to date. Check back later as stories develop. Okay. Thank you, Google. That's all for now. Thank you, Google. Hello. Thank you, Google. Anyway, it's my little buddy. Uh, here, I'm going to talk to it. And I can say, hey, Google, set an alarm for 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. There, your alarm set for tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thank you. Not a problem. See, it's wrong. You can choose the voice. But anyway. Um... Uh, technology is good, and um, I actually 
deep inside me, technology is uh, it's kind of a gift uh, from God. And like I said, I uh, met a beautiful um, woman who I'm engaged to in California, and we're going. We plan to get married in on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, um, we talk every day. And that's something that uh, I'm just saying this because it's something that 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 you can do. Everybody can do today. It's just you know I've been doing that for ten years since my divorce, so it shouldn't take you guys ten years. If you're out there finding, trying to find someone, um, even a friend, a high school friend or something, um, there's lots of apps where you can find a friend. But the warning is uh, um, if you're like under 21 or something like that, just beware. There are people who misuse the internet for their own purposes and so like everything else we have to be careful so if anything else i've learned thus far from the coronavirus and writing a book about it is that it to me has brought me uh i guess uh more of a example of what a the fact that we are a world uh this used to be when I was a teenager, used to always be have the thought that, that I was just living here in the this little state, Utah, and that was my world. Um, but uh, definitely came, became more uh, knowledgeable about uh, how the world we're all related in the world um, later on, and. Uh, graduate school and looking for diversity so um thank you all for listening this is tuesday and uh hope you all stay well and this uh, you've been listening to a plus news and this is richard just signing off just for today we'll see you tomorrow